Hello, everybody. Welcome to Legacy's Journey, where we talk about creating what outlives you. I'm your host, Cameron Williams, owner of Kinley Consulting, where we focus on strategic financial growth for marketing agencies so that they can live the dream life they deserve and not be a slave to their business. And we do that with CFO services. Uh, but today, let's let's talk about guests. Y'all know we try to bring out the best people. Um, and we, we want to do like good people, not just because you're famous, you know, we, we want solid people, like family-oriented people. So with me today, uh, I got Logan Hughes, uh, owner of Hype Digital Manchester. So I'm going to let him introduce himself, and we're going to jump into it because I know we got plenty of good stuff to get into, but yeah. Logan, bro, welcome. Yeah, thanks, brother. I appreciate you having me on, man. Um, you know, you know, again, see, seeing the content that you're producing is... It's really great. Um, so, you know, I, I, again, I appreciate the value. Uh, yeah, my name is Logan Hughes. I am a franchise owner at High uh, Digital Manchester, New Hampshire. Um, I don't know if haven't heard of High Digital before. There's like, I believe, 20 other franchises across the country. Um, we are one of the only agencies that have really have a franchise model. And um, yeah, it's been a crazy journey, man. You know, I, I merged with Height over, it's been a year now since last July. Um, we, we've had, uh, the transition was, was pretty crazy in itself, but there was a lot that led up to it. You know, being a, a solo business owner at the time, you know, for the, uh, two years prior was, was very, was tough as you can, as you can imagine. So being able to join forces with a much larger marketing agency um, really helped everything from not only the fulfillment side of things, but from a, from a sales side and project management. So uh, it's been a, it's been a really amazing year so far. Um, and yeah, just a little bit about me. I, I graduated uh, at school with a graphic design degree. I've always been a, a creative person at heart. Uh, you know, recorded music back in the day and and everything. So when I was at my previous job prior to uh, having my own marketing agency, I was really sitting behind a computer all day looking at Excel sheets. I was handling logistics for a medical device company. And I talk about this a lot, but um, it got to a point where seven years in, I was just, it, it felt like my, my soul was being like sucked from my body. Like I was, I was in a bad depressive state. Um, so I had to figure out something really quick in order to not only provide for my family because the job at the time was was great you know it was benefits and everything paid well it was comfortable um but again it got to a point where i was just really really unhappy so you know i found an old uh this was several years ago so i, I found the uh, the ty lopez social media management course that i'm sure everyone caught wind of at one point uh <laughs> started started figuring out like wow you can you can actually create post for businesses and get paid for it. That's pretty crazy. So, you know, I started there and eventually found my way into into web design, which is where everything really sort of took off. So I've um, been building websites now for, for several, several years um, on multiple different platforms. And that's where I was able to kind of use my creative ability and also help people. Uh, it, it was just those two things that I really needed to figure out. So um, that's what led me uh, on my marketing journey, and uh, up to this point, right now, man, it's been a, it's been a crazy, crazy year to say the most. I see. There's a lot to get into right there. Mm -hmm. Perfect opening intro. Everybody, take note. That's how you introduce <laughs> yourself. All right, let's go there. So, of course, you know we talk about family. So that's two big points. So, first mm -hmm. thing, 
all right, babe, I got this huge job, but I'm not feeling right. I just feel like there's more. I'm not, it's not bringing out the best of me. I want to start my own business. Mm-hmm. Wife says. She, she said, go for it. She, she said, go for it. There was no, in my wife has always been extremely supportive of everything that I've done, um, which is just uh, an amazing thing. She's never, she never pushed back or gave me any type of resistance on that. Um, and this was literally at a time where we went from having no benefits, uh, benefits to no benefits, right? Because just cutting it off, going from having everything structured and whatnot to how do I get benefits now? Like what, what, what are we doing here type of deal? Um, she, she had my back man. And I think that's just, you know, if I keep saying, if it wasn't for her, I'd be, God knows where. I mean, right. So she's she's been able to hold me down and it whatnot. But very very important to have her on the same page, right? Because if she was feeling any other way than that, it would it would definitely be a different discussion. Yeah. But the, the fact that she was the fact that she was able to be like, I believe in you. I, I see the vision here. I think we can make it work. Um, definitely a testament to to where I am now, man. What's up, Nancy? I've been there. When you going from that big corporate job and you like, man, none of y'all need to get sick. Don't, <laughs> don't fall nowhere. Yeah, don't yeah. Mean nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, if your throat scratchy, just get you some <laughs> I'm like, no. So yeah, I remember yeah. that. Okay, okay. So see, super supportive. So mm-hmm. now you're on your solo agency journey uh, for two years and then this opportunity comes up. So I know Knowing you being the great husband, you like, babe. What do what do you think? This is what I think. These are the facts. This is how I feel about it. She says, "Let's do it." Yeah, again, man. She she's she's had my back uh, through through a lot of this, and it was it was really a no brainer. I mean, the it, it was just a, it was a no brainer all around. Um, you know, there was there was a little bit of an investment that needed to go into it, which we ultimately uh, got covered. Um, but in terms of what what we really looked at it was so i was sort of operating at the time as basically like a freelancer right like i had an llc um you know everything was sort of you know i had the business set up but i think personally i, I still felt like i was uh sort of operating as a freelancer i had a couple 1099 yeah. and whatnot so um what it what we really looked into was the fact that it actually because of the agreement that we had with hype uh, it's like five years, right? So um, it gave a little bit more structure, right? So it was it was basically going from sort of operating as a freelancer to actually having to own a business now, right? Franchise owner, got to get the P&L straightened out, got to get all the finances in the back end straightened out. Um, so it, it did, it, it was a no brainer in terms of everything, but it also allowed me to sort of have structure, still operating as an entrepreneur, uh, sort of a solo business guy, but also having a massive team and just everything. So, in terms of that whole side of things, it was it was a, it was a no brainer. Um, and and she and she knew that I, there was a couple people that I talked to that had merged previously with Height uh, that I talked to her about um, while they did that. And I was like, you know, something here. These guys are doing something pretty pretty crazy. Um, and when everything came back, it was just a no brainer. Yeah. So <laughs> Brad Akers and uh, and TJ. Yeah, DJ. Yeah, DJ. Uh, they were they were in a couple high uh, mastermind groups, um, and this was, I, I think, uh, like a 
close to a year into this mastermind group, I, I saw them merge with height and I was like, what, what is happening here? So I, I was able to see um, sort of from a high level view of, of them going for the same thing, solo uh, solo business owners, their own sort of agency emerging with height. So I kind of had an idea of what was happening. So uh, yeah, those guys are crazy though. Those, they're they're just really good guys, and uh, they're they're crushing it. So, you know, good team. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the point that you're making here to whether you're a new business owner or maybe even a more established one is always take investing in yourself serious. Because I mean, that's what yeah. you did. Like you said, there was an investment piece required. Mm-hmm. I need that investment from from wife to to buy in because hey, I need your support because you know. Mm-hmm. I know in theory what this is going to be like, but until we start, you know, so I think that's super important. And I see a lot of the successful agencies, they do that. They, they take a gamble, they bet on themselves and mm-hmm. they come out better for it. Yeah. It's, and that's, and that's a, you know, talking about how would I, you know, what would I do at an earlier age, right. Is, or, or try to do earlier in this whole process was to, become confident in myself and in my abilities. And of course it takes time, right? When you're, when you're starting new and you're trying to learn web design, you're always starting from, you know, uh, a beginning standpoint. And it's, it's, it takes a while to sort of be able to build that confidence. So I think everything happened really at the right moment where I had several years of just trying to find out what I was really capable of and really what I love doing. Right. So, you know, Facebook ads, Google ads, SEO, tried it all, right. Social media management, tried it all. And I found what I was really passionate about, which was web design. So, uh, you know, talking with a lot of other younger entrepreneurs and, and business owners who are in different niches and stuff, you know, um, you know, I I just, I love to tell them that like, you know, take the time to be able to find out what you really like and what you dislike. You know, a lot of these the younger cats really kind of get discouraged nowadays with they try something and doesn't work and that's that's it, right? Well, that's that's okay. There's so many different things that you got to do along the way to be able to find out what awesome. it is that that sort of clicks. Um, oh, so luckily, cool. I, I think with with the merger with Hyde, it just it happened all at the right time, and um, yeah, here we are. I think that's a good point. Like, I don't want people to miss over that because to your point, we get so caught up in trying to. Let's try to do everything. Like, let's be great at everything. And I have to, especially if it brings me money. But I think that's super dope that you were able to be able to say, like, you know what? Facebook ads, not for me. <laughs> hey, this right here, not for me. But this thing right here, I'm going to triple down on and yep. really go all in. So I think that's a super, super valuable lesson and insight to give for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it kind of, like... And that, that can just be, there's, there's so many different areas to sort of take from there, right? Like in terms of operating a business, knowing what you're good at as well, right? So, yeah. you know, knowing that, you know, it when, when, when things, are, of course, when you were, uh, you know, operating on your own, you have to wear all different hats. We all do that. I still do it to this day, right? Yeah. Um, but finding out really, really quick what you're good at, what you're not good at, and being able to quote unquote outsource that or, or find someone uh, that can do a better job than you. Um, and not getting, not letting the ego get in the way of that, right? Because oh, there are people. Wait, who, wait, wait. Oh, you dropping gems, bro. You got to slow it down. <laughs> I'm not letting your ego, say that part again, not letting your ego mm-hmm. get in the way. Mm-hmm. You got to jump into that because that's a big one. 
Yeah, and it's, it's I think it's it's I think it's all it's just it's sort of tough nowadays too because you know everything that we see on social media, right? Like you know people are it just seems like everyone's crushing it, but you, right? So like when when you're in these certain these circumstances, um, being able to really take a step back and um and not be the one who wears all the hats. Uh, for instance, you know, this example, my, my cousin, I, I love him to death and he was the one who owned, uh, he still owns the business prior, but, um, he had a, an amazing, we had an amazing team, but he was still in the day to day stuff of like payroll and just all these different things that I was looking at him. I'm like, you're running a multi-million dollar company. Like there, there's things that you can sort of give a huff that's going to free up your time and seeing him incredibly stressed, uh, you know, having to balance work and life and then coming in late in the office and doing these different things that always stuck with me because, um, you, you know, I, I saw the, the stress, the, the stress that he was dealing with and just him not being able to give up control over these different things. Right. So, you know, when we, when we talk about gen- creating our own business, we ultimately, I think we're all trying to do this for the financial freedom or being able to spend more time with family. And that is, I think, one way to be able to do just that, just that thing, just making sure you understand what you're good at, what you don't want to do and get other people to, uh, to help that out. Right. And so to your point, I think that's super huge to acknowledge. Like sometimes, yeah, we learn things like I went and studied and sometimes we learn things because I saw this person. And I said, you know what? Maybe that's not always hyped up to be so. Mm-hmm. I need to do something different. And I think that's that's awesome because, I mean, to your point, right? Like we make, you would think, oh, somebody's running a multi-million dollar company. They're living a life. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, bro, why are you always stressed? Like, mm-hmm. and what's, Yeah. And what was funny is because he, you know, as an entrepreneur himself, he got into a very similar situation that we all do right it's you know starting being on your own working your own hours and you get to, you get to a point where you know everything just sort of builds up and you're you're kind of you're stuck in your business and yeah uh, i think having just ultimately having the awareness of early on right to of like no like if i'm a creative person which i am i love to create things i love to build design art um you know knowing that i'm not great at project management knowing that i'm really you know, I, I think I can handle my own on the sales side of things, but, you know, ultimately, for, especially with what you do, the, fi- the financial part of it, right? Making sure that someone who's who knows what they're doing can have my back and, and not have to worry about that type of thing is just crucial. So establishing that early, I think, would be definitely beneficial for sure. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. So that's family. All right. So now, of course, which people can see right there in the background, you got the kid. So how did business change? Because I know that there's some people that like, all right, my spouse is, you know, pregnant. So maybe they're about to get the new feel of like running a business plus having a baby, or maybe they're going from kid one to I'm about to have two or my case two to three. Mm -hmm. So like, what are some things that you noticed that you were willing to give up and change in order to, which I'm making an assumption here, spend the proper or the time you want with your son? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I think it's still, he's a, he's two years old and we're, it's still like this balancing act, uh, I think a little bit, right? And, you, you know, I had you on my podcast. We kind of d- dived in a little bit about what that 
what that looks like. And it, I, I think it, it's taken a while for my, my wife and I to kind of get some boundaries in place uh, in terms of, you know, when it's, it's easier for her a little bit because she has sort of like a regular nine to five job, comes home and is able to shut down. Um, but for me as an entrepreneur, sure, you understand too that it's, it's just hard to be able to, you know, turn everything off, right? Yes. So that's uh, yes. over this last year, I, I think I, I've tried to do better personally of having somewhat of a routine to shut down on, um, whether it's just something in my to-do list of checking emails uh, one last time at five o'clock, and that's really it. Uh, if there's any type of emergency, obviously answer the phone. But there's been times, men, where, you know, especially when he's older now and he's two years old and he's running around and, you know, being a crazy little guy that, you know, I, I want to be as present with him as, as humanly possible. And, um, so there were, there were situations where I was on the couch and, you know, he was wanting to, to play and whatnot. And I'm just, on, I find myself on the phone checking emails and it just was, I forgot what it was, but there was just something that was like crushing to me. That was like, dude, this kid's not going to be two years old anymore. Right or for that for that long, um, so yeah, it hit home to be to be present, and I think that's ultimately what got me to really hunker down and be able to set boundaries within the business, going from work to to life. It's a constant balancing act. I think we're still working at it, but that's something that I've been trying to do uh, this over this last year. So, what are some of those things that in in the efforts to spend more time, like? A lot of people, I've heard some some craziness on this podcast. Like, I know some people are like, hey, we do a day trip like every other quarter. Some people are like, hey, I'm at every single practice. Um, mm -hmm. Some people are like, hey, we do morning coffees. Mm -hmm. I know in our case on Saturdays is pancake day. So yeah. like, what are some of the things that you guys do to stay connected as a family? Because yeah. to your point, it is hard to cut off. You know, we, our brains just don't stop because we're responsible mm -hmm. for everything. So what are some things that you found you were able to institute or just do on a consistent basis that kind of keeps everybody like, this is what we can look forward to. Yeah. You know, our, our, our Wednesdays for sure. So my wife has Wednesday off. So my son goes to my mother-in-law's and my parents' house, uh, both twice a week, right? So, uh, Monday, Tuesday, he's with one side, Thursday, Friday, he's with the other. So on Wednesdays, my wife, it doesn't work. So we are able to sort of have family day on, on, on Wednesdays. Um, and that's really, and that's, you know, that's really ultimately why I kind of wanted to start my own business was to be able to, when we grow a family, have a family, uh, be able to have that time to spend. So we really, I mean, honestly, we really love going to the beach. We live, we're 10 minutes away from, from the ocean here. Uh, okay. we only, we only get, you know, a couple of really good months here uh, in New Hampshire for, for summer. So um, if it's not at the beach, it's really by the pool or, or something uh, outside. Again, he's, you know, two-year-old guy, um, you, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, but uh, yeah, we love just going to the beach. And I, I think our, our Wednesdays, we look forward to that ultimately because, you know, my wife's home, he's home. I'm, you know, I work, might work a, a half day on Wednesday and the rest of the afternoon, once he gets up from his nap is, is, is family time. So definitely we look forward to that. Yeah. So how do you, okay, here's a, here's a trick question. Okay. So with Wednesday being a half day, mm -hmm. how do you get your brain off? Cause I know like I've done half days before, but mm -hmm. the rest of it, I'm like, oh man, what's going on? <laughs> Oh man, what's going on in my email? Oh, yeah. man, I forgot to do. Like, how does that play out for you in real time? 
I I ultimately I ultimately honestly this might be bad to say but I basically have to shut everything off almost um and, and know that off, phone yeah off. yeah I mean yeah it's and, and knowing I think knowing prior right like it's it's just not like a on the whim on a Thursday maybe we have an hour to do something right it's 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 sort of set in stone where Wednesdays are that day um so so knowing that it's sort of built into the schedule I think ultimately helps um but it's unless it, you know and also having to acknowledge the fact that overall all my clients are doing well and um there's no really big fires to put out so again it's sort of acknowledging that what could be you know a fire to put out is not ultimately a fire we'll, we'll get to it but you know for i think you know i, I can personally take you know four hours uh, on a wednesday and, and hang out with the family so i have to just try to do my thing and just shut everything off i think and, and have it in the schedule as a concrete thing that we try to do every wednesday i think i think helps as well with that i think to your earlier point though and i think like part of that is to me at least sounds like you don't have the ego like you're like you know what they're going to be all right. I don't have to come in and save the day. I have a team that can help. Certainly. I've communicated it. So they will be all right. And I know for me, that's hard. And yeah. I feel like I don't, I, it's not even, I don't want to say it's an ego, but it is because you all, well, I got to come save the day. And it's so hard to know. My team has it. Mm-hmm. They are qualified or else they wouldn't be on the team, mm-hmm. you know, and. They'll be there tomorrow. That work is not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, it, you know, just uh, I, I, the control aspect, I think it, it happens in all sort of facets of business. But, you know, I, I built, I think personally, I, I built over like a hundred and something websites, right? So I, I had, I thought I had a really good idea about what it took to build websites. So joining with Height, having a really great creative team that are basically all experts, that was a really hard part for me to kind of give up control of, right? So it's in, in being sort of nitpicky around things, but ultimately giving them control and being like, yes, you know, the team's going to crush it. They always do. I can definitely be hands off. And and that definitely is um, and really in all aspects of, of life, I think, is in, in being present and, and really kind of checking your ego out the door when it comes down to those those type of things. So. That's, a, that's a great point. Okay, so we're still on kids. So now he's two. So I mean, we're talking sixteen to twenty years in the future. <laughs> what would you hope as he's growing up and becoming a young man that he's gonna get from this path that you're blazing? Like you didn't just join hype just because it's flashy. You didn't join it, you know, to be recognized in magazines. Like you joined it for a purpose and i'm sure legacy had a big part of that so what do you hope that your your son gets from seeing dad being a business owner yeah man that's a that's a really really solid question um you know i ultimately i just i want him to i i think the the entrepreneurial spirit is something that i i learned to such an old older age like i never grew up i never had any entrepreneurs in my family it was strictly school go to school graduate get a job right that's it and so um finding what it's like to be an entrepreneur um at a younger age i I think might have paved some different paths but you know here i am so you you know ultimately I, i i want him to be able to see 
um, a guy who a guy who's able to balance out work and in life and not have not be totally consumed with work. Another story. My my father, who I, I love dearly, is 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 very much someone who who put his life in into work. Um, and at a when I was younger, he was you know he was be around, be at the the practices and so forth. But at some point, and when he, when he got really into his job, traveling overseas quite a bit, and just was you can tell that when he, he when he worked, he came home, he had to do like two more hours of work. Um, and I, I kind of grew up seeing that where there's gotta be more to that. Right. And he was able yeah. to support us and put us through college. So there's so, so many things that I, I'm just incredibly grateful for, um, for his hard work. And I took that away, you, you know, as well as the, how hard he can work. But, um, for me, it was, it was seeing that there's, there's no balance here. Um, you know, it's, it's really just all about work at, and so I, I think for him, I just would want to see him being able to to see me as uh a, sort of an example of what you can do if you're passionate about something don't be afraid to try different things um whether it's art or music or acting you, you know go go full in try it out see what happens uh but ultimately, ultimately i think it's the work life balance um being able to see how important family is uh and being able to establish that as i as i grow up okay that's a good one that would you want him to work in the business with you? Because I've heard some people, <laughs> you know what? I'd rather them go out and then they come back. Some people are like, mm -hmm. if they want to jump in at 18, I'm all for it. Bump college, jump in. Yeah, you know, that's, I mean, if if he, if he shows that he's he's interested in learning what uh, what I'm doing and, um, you know, shows, shows any type of interest, sure, I would, I would love, because, you know, it's just, you know, it's it'd be more about marketing, right? You can get the you can get the the project management side of things. You can see how that works. You can get the sales side. You can sort of see how that works, right? So there's different things within the business that he might be able to pick up. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's just, you know I, I I'm really I think uh would really if he's if he's at all interested in what I'm doing, sure I can definitely show him and maybe there'll be some cool things to pick up, but uh. Yeah, ultimately it's up to him to decide what he what he wants to do and what he's passionate about. You know, if he wants to work with dad, that's great. <laughs> okay, okay, I like that. I like that. All right, so now let's get more into like these lessons. So, as you've been a business owner, what would you say are two or three things maybe that being an owner has taught you about yourself? Because you've been in corporate, <laughs> so you know what that's like. But man, I didn't know that me being a business owner would show me. Yeah, um, it definitely shows you where you are more vulnerable, right? So there, there was things, right? So for instance, uh, you know, money is not really my strong suit and the finances, right? So that was one big thing that I learned rather quickly um, that having to have someone help out and luckily, you know, I have my parents can help me out right now and, you know, we're, we're pushing along and so forth, but uh, one of it is just the vulnerability that you get from being on your own. You you find out really really quickly where you excel and where you don't excel, and in and having to sort of take that next step and and and, and push forward. Um, another thing that I learned rather quickly was accountability in yourself, right? Because owning your own business, sure, 
I could wake up at nine o'clock in the morning. If, you know, obviously if you don't have children or whatever, wake up at nine, you know, do this, do that, you know, check some emails here and there, you, you know, we're able to make our own hours, but, um, you know, it, it, it was, it, there's been times where I have to check myself, right? Because, you know, I could be playing video games right now, but I actually have to work, right? So it's that, that, it's that sort of accountability thing that, that goes into it as well. So those were two probably the biggest things. One, I saw rather rather quickly uh, the things that I'm, I'm good and not good at uh, as an entrepreneur. And then accountability for sure. Being able to set hours, being able to really be able to sit down, get to work when I need to and not, uh, not uh, mess around, that type of thing. Okay. Biggest yep. thing you learned last year? Biggest thing I learned, finances, financials, financials, for sure. Um, oh, you, you know, know I, like, almost like the Bible around here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would, dude, honestly, like if, if we're, if we're talking like business, business, business stuff, business related, uh, the one thing I learned a lot about was getting finances in order. It took a while. I was able to sort of get it done. We're, we're in a good place right now, I think. Um, but that was the biggest thing for business. And I, I think personally it was, it was the, the work-life balance. Um, you know, when, when we first merged with hype, we didn't have the baby here. So it was just my wife and I, you know, it was a lot of bit, you know, a little easier, a little more flexible. Uh, but now, you know, with uh, the little guy around it's, it's, again, it's, it's more of having to juggle that work-life balance and, uh, making sure that we have our family time and we have uh, time to get work done. So. Okay, cool. So here's a good one. So, all right, you saying like, all right, we got the finances in order. I'm holding myself accountable. I have a much bigger team now. I'm into the Chick-fil-A of marketing agents. What would you say are two to three practices that contribute to your success? Like if I didn't do A, B, and C, man, I would really be stunned my growth or doing A, B, and C really helps me to be at maximum efficiency. Yeah. Um, so yeah, de definitely the main one for me was being able to set my schedule and my calendar, getting that sort of uh, locked yes. in. Um, that, cause I'm not, if, if, if you, I'm not, a, I can easily be someone who's a, a fly by the seat type of guy right so you know if something happens throughout the day sure let's do it right whereas uh, if for me I, I actually needed to have a set schedule and a concrete plan going into the day so uh for sure in the morning waking up and just going over the calendar just checking it really quick seeing what i have in terms of meetings calls that so forth and then checking at the end of the day as well so i have a, a platform app that I use to do is uh, it's just like task management type of deal. So at the end of the day, before I should have shut everything down, I reflect on a day and also look at the the next day um, and what it is that I have to accomplish for tasks uh, for the next day, get that all done. So it's sort of like a brain dump almost where yeah. once I should have shut everything off. I'm, I'm good to go. I don't have to worry about like what's going to be happening tomorrow. It's, it's already there. Um, yeah. So that was really, I think that was, that's probably like the biggest thing uh, is, is ultimately getting the schedule in place. Uh, you know, I, I, when I first started, I did have all the morning routine, you know, work and meditation and affirmation and stuff like that. And um, I do bits and pieces of that for sure. Like about three days a week, I'll, I'll kind of journal and, and do some affirmations. I'll read here and there uh, a little bit less strict on the, the morning routine wise, but uh, I just I, I do 
the meditation part though i i have continued to do um and i, I think it, it really has helped in terms of uh one checking the ego but also being being present um throughout throughout the day and when crises arrive right when there's when there's a- absolute fires that need to be be put out you're you're able to kind of think clearly so those are those are things that i'm still continuing with with my morning routine so i guess to answer your question one is making sure my schedule and my calendar is on point i have things ready to go i know what i'm doing tomorrow i know what i did today um and also some some facets of uh, a morning routine uh i guess cool cool okay cool now this is a popular one right here and this one may be a little deep. Okay. <laughs> High school or college version of Logan. Mm-hmm. Lived up to this point. What do you go back and tell him that you feel like, man, I needed to hear, fill in the blank, at mm-hmm. high school or my college self? Yeah, man. Um, I would. I would say, I would say, Be con- be confident in, in, in yourself. Um, be I think confidence was was a big thing. Um, yeah, you you know, uh, it it was kind of it was kind of crazy back in high school. I, I and even you know up to several years ago, I never really had uh, an idea of really what I wanted to do. Right. And it was going almost against like what my father and my parents were saying, whereas, you know, I did go to school and so forth. But that was sort of the trajectory that they ultimately wanted to go. Um, have me have me go down. And, um, you, you know, I think if I had a little bit more built in confidence at the time that I've, I might have done some things differently. So that's that's probably where I, I would go about taking that is that it's, it's OK to be confident within yourself. It's OK to fail. Uh, it's okay to try different things, um, and ultimately just just do things for for the right reason, and, and things will things will pan out. I, yeah, I mean there was there was some times in high school where things got a, a bit bit sketchy. Luckily, you know I had some some great resources around me, um, yeah. to be able to pull me back from from several things. Um, but yeah, confidence in yourself. Don't be afraid to fail, and uh, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Really. All right, okay, wait. So I, I see the green. So be <laughs> afraid to fail. Let's jump into that because I think, like, as a business owner, that's huge. Like, it in me just being transparent, that's something that I'm constantly dealing with. Because to your point, like, you're doing something you haven't seen before, or you're trying to do it in a different way or capacity. <laughs> so I'm curious to see how do you combat that? Like, okay. Uh, do you just psych yourself up? Is it something that you went through that you pulled from, from some type of prior experience? How do you, I guess, I don't know if I'm saying hype yourself up to, how do you deal with it? being yeah. okay? Yeah. yeah, I kind of, I had the mindset of um, the more you fail, the faster you are to, uh, I guess, a winning solution, right? So, okay. um I kind of I kind of flipped the mindset on that where, and again it, it kind of comes down to checking the ego thing because a lot of people are like, oh my god, you know I, I failed, uh, my life's ruined, you know, and they 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 kind of just dig themselves in, into holes from a from a from a mental standpoint. Um, so I, I think for me it's just it's really about 
flipping that around and the more that I fail in finding if I'm trying to do something the more I fail the quicker I am going to be able to get to an answer or a success so mm -hmm. I know it's the failing is part of the journey to it um and then yeah I think I've always just been someone who like doesn't give an f about ultimately what like anyone says about me or whatever as long as I personally know that I I'm sticking to my guns and who I am as a person I could honestly care less. And if it's, if it's a failing at something that I, I feel is, is a right path and um, that I, that I want to be on, then it is what it is. You just use, keep pushing. So yeah, I think it's just flipping it from a uh, from a negative to a positive spin on, on the failing side of things. I think uh, that's, that's what I do. It's part of the journey. That's a, that's a good way to. <laughs> it's part of the journey, dude. It's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. Dude, I've, I'm sure you have too, man, just failed so many different times and different ventures and businesses and life and things like that. And there's, there's a lot that you take away from, from those experiences. Um, but, but in business, you, you know, it's, it's, you're going to, you're going to take your L's, you're going to take your losses. It's just part of the game and uh, being able to, to stick, stick to the road and, and putting in time and getting to where you want to be. Cause a lot of people will fail within a year and they'll, they'll close up shop or so. And they're just like, Oh, it doesn't work. Um, so it's a testament to being able to keep pushing forward. Like, you know, sometimes some sounds so good and you like, I just need to let that sit. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is that, is that what you would say? High school and college version need to hear the same thing. Um. The yeah, I, I, is because yeah. You know, for me, high school camp was way different than yeah. college. Camp, so oh, they needed to hear two completely different. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a good question, man. I mean, you know, I think the confidence thing was definitely definitely a high school thing. Um, and I and I would say, you know, probably the the don't be afraid to fail thing was more more or less in college. Um, I I, I guess. You know, because, you know, again, it's 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 weird. It's a weird experience, a weird thing where you just don't know what it is you wanted want to do. And, yeah. it, it, you know, I was a quote unquote a wanderer for a while where, you know, my sister, she knew early in high school she wanted to become a dental hygienist for whatever reason. I don't know. I have no clue why, but she's doing that now. She loves it. But she knew early on. And I, I just I was always like sort of like, why can't I figure no. that out right yeah. like how easy life would be if if you know what you wanted to do and are doing it and things are going great like that seems amazing so as as much as i went through life i had every sort of job you could ever possibly imagine and it wasn't to such a later age where i was like wait maybe i am made to or built to be an entrepreneur right so like yeah. I, I think maybe having someone or classes or someone to introduce me at an earlier age even high school or college to being like man the, the world's changing it's not the graduate school nine to five thing anymore like yeah. you know there's different ways to, to jump in and create a, a life uh, for yourself and for your family so if, you know if i heard that earlier i, I think it, it might have been uh, very very helpful <laughs> okay so let's roll with that so to the newer marketing agency owner so maybe he's the young 25 26 year old maybe he's just married no kid or maybe just had his first kid 
What would you tell them? I mean, because you got the experience, right? I've been in corporate. I was solo when it's just me. And now I'm joining the Chick-fil-A of marketing agency. <laughs> How, what would, if you could go to, let's say this guy's in year two. He got 10, year one, I made 80 grand and I wasn't even doing it all the way. I'm really looking to push forward. <laughs> what are some things, I don't know if you would say you'd warn him or be careful about this, or don't get caught up in this, or really focus on this. What would you tell them? Yeah, I mean, if they're if they're in that, I think it just comes down to like where where they are, and and I guess life uh, in itself, right? So separate from from business. If you're a 25 year old, maybe have a girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, no family, no kids. I, I would I would say get after it, right? Like you, you know, you have a prime opportunity to to put in some time into work and to sort of build that legacy. Yeah. So um, there's, there's that. Whereas, you know, if someone has a family, it would be, I don't know if it'd be more of a conservative, a conservative approach, but um, I, I would also say, again, finding what you're really good at uh, and really don't be afraid to give work to others that you're not good at. So finding really, really quickly, what you excel at. If you're a sales guy, sell anything else, just have a team to kind of take that off your plate, right? Because that's going to scale your business and grow your business faster. Um, having yourself being pulled in multiple different directions where you absolutely do not want to be in, um, it's just going to bring so much, uh, I wouldn't say negativity, but it will bring your energy level down and you're not going to be able to have time to sort of uh, be on the outside of things. So, uh, yeah, I just, you know, if you're, if you're younger in a, in, in, again, I bring back, I have a, an amazing friend, uh, Amir that, um, I, I work with and 20, 24, 25 years old kid who has done a couple things and things hasn't really gone, uh, the way that he's like so far, but I keep telling him like, bro, you are so young right now. Keep trying different you things. Run away. You yeah. Run away. And he's super technical and digital stuff. I'm like, man, you know, he's he built apps and pro programs and all this crazy stuff. I'm like, dude, you like, don't be afraid to fail. Just keep trying different things. Something will stick. Um, and it's just sort of finding where that is. And, uh, you know, I, we both talked to, to Russ Perry, but you know, from, from a design pickle, um, yeah. And he, he said something too that I took away was, you know, uh, ex experience, having enough experience. You know, he talked about his life and his journey of business and so forth. And there were so many different things of different jobs that he had that led him into a direction where he was able to create ultimately design pickle. And I, and I think I was like, wow, that really hit home. So, you know, when I was sitting back being this wanderer, right, going in different jobs and whatnot, ultimately I was picking up experience in different sort of facets of business and different things. And I, and I think that that path might've sent me in this trajectory to marketing. I mean, that's, that's sort of like the takeaway, the, uh, you know, the takeaway that I, I took from that. So uh, yeah, those would be the things that I, I would say to, to anyone of, of a younger audience for sure. Yeah. And I mean, to your point, like we've even had that conversation with clients where it's like, Hey, yeah, you have these four services. Yeah, this is the one that generates the most money, but you told me you don't like to do it. And I'm like, you know, we sure. have to think 20 years from now, we want you to still be doing this, not doing something you hate. Sure. You know, even though number two revenue generator isn't the most profitable in terms of who makes the most money, 
you enjoy that. So how can we shift that time over? How can we put more energy into that? Can we move the people from, you know, the top one to, and you'd be surprised where people are like, I didn't even recognize that I was putting <laughs> into the, the one yeah. that's the energy suck, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's very good that you're, you're so keen on being self-aware with who you are, mm-hmm. what I want, what makes my heart happy. Um, let me kind of, I'm going to outsource that. Yeah. And I think that's very, very admirable because like to your point, ego, and maybe that's just a male thing. Like we, oh no, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> you know, I got it. Yeah. You know, you're a business owner. Give it up. Yep. hundred percent. Absolutely. All right, cool. Well, I think this is the end. Cause I know you got to keep saving the world, building more websites <laughs> and all that. So we always use this end time for you to, Hey, um, Tell people how to get in contact with you because they may say, you know what? I like this guy. He seems real cool and chill. Mm-hmm. I'm in, you know, that same area where he is. I want to work with him. How do they do that? How do they get in contact, email, et cetera? Yeah. So my email is lhughes, L-H-U-G-H-E-S at heightdigital.com. I have a podcast too that just started. I uh, got you on here not too long ago. It's called the thegetajobpodcast.com. Go ahead and check that out. Um, as well, you can find me on Facebook. I love talking through Facebook for whatever reason. That seems like a pretty good channel uh, that I communicate with. So I'm just on Lo- just Logan Hughes. You look me up, you'll see you know a green profile picture there uh, on Instagram. Uh, Logan underscore Hughes underscore Height. But um, yeah, if you're if you're on Facebook, look me up and uh, we'll, we'll we'll chat. So that's that's really so, where I like to be. Who is your like ideal client? I don't know if we got into that, but like this industry or this niche is. Hmm. Yeah, that's a it's a good question, man. Uh, that's re- recently shifted, but um, in terms of success, we we have a lot of success in just really service based businesses, right? Um, you know, HVAC, electrical, uh, tree care, pest control, the service, um, okay, services, um, yeah, yeah, home services, yeah. We 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 have we're just generating such good success in those fields, uh, those fields, and. Um, Success, like making them how much more money? <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's been a lot. Of, I mean, you know, there's, there's, you know, in terms of the numbers right up ahead, you know, there's, there's an HVAC company last month that did 339 leads um, that came in that were a majority of qualified. And we had an electrical business that last month, like again, did like 240 leads. They're looking to go from six fans to eight. And I just got an email this morning being like, Hey, we're growing. What can we do to grow more? So, um, you know, we're, we're so getting cool. some really, yeah, yeah. They're, they're at six vans. They want to have eight vans, uh, out. Um, so that's something that we're going to talk about. Like, how can we expand marketing strategies to be able to, for them to hit those numbers? So yeah, service home, home service businesses is really where we're, we're keen on, but I've, I've had clients and built websites for, you know, ministers, for people in the spiritual community. So like, I, I'm not one to kind of, uh, shelve off if the project is, is good. So I'm not going to help. If you are home service, you see, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but from the accounting side, if you are from six vans to eight vans, I don't know how many more jobs that is, but that's enough for you to buy two vans. Yep. So sure. clearly what they're doing is working. Um, tell them the email one more time, just in yep. case they, they were, couldn't find their phone or a pad yep. or something. Absolutely. So, yep. It's L Hughes, L H U G H E S at height digital, H I T E digital. That's where you can email me and we can chat about whatever, man. Yep. All right. There you go. So 
You heard it here. Oh, give them another shout out to the podcast. I, I don't want them to miss that either. <laughs> yeah, just heard a podcast. Um, you know, it's called the Get a Job Podcast, and it's just really talking to to uh, entrepreneurs, not even from the business side of, but also art artists, um, musicians, anyone who's really been able to take what they're passionate about and and build a really great business for themselves and, and for their family, just to encourage other. Others who are who are on the sideline are thinking about taking that jump to to not be worried about that to to go in and uh, believe in yourself and take that leap. So hopefully there's a lot of value there that we have um, you know a guest on, including yourself. So yeah, it's uh it's been a, it's been a fun time so far. All right, cool. And we're gonna make sure we put that link in there so y'all can check that out too. All right, y'all. Well, of course we we can't keep people on here all day. They gotta go keep saving the world and and doing what they're doing. So we appreciate you guys, Logan. We thank you for coming. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure you like it. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share it with somebody who you're like, you know what? They could really hear this or they can really do something with this message. Um, until then, y'all know we're going to keep bringing some great guests. Of course, we're always working to bring you guys the best. Hopefully, you guys are taking something away and learning something. So until the next time, this is Legacy's Journey. Everybody be safe. Stay blessed. Peace.